what I mean to say, a nutshell podcast is my little snack size pod that launches new episodes every Monday and Thursday. It's where I get to drop topics and throw around my own honest opinions and insights on some of life's lifiest moments while connecting each episode to a fun and relatable meme. I'm your host, Rhea. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of What I Mean to Say, a Nutshell Podcast. I'm your host, Ria, and I'm happy that you're here today. Today is, like, this might be my most controversial episode so far. And I'm going to get into it right away, but first, while we're fresh into it, let's go right to that uh, that meme. The meme I selected today is pretty self-explanatory. I thought it was hilarious. It's uh, it's it just says broken hand in a cast relationship status. It's complicated, <laughs> and obviously implying the complications around being able to masturbate. But to me, that's hilarious. I thought that was awesome. Um, okay, here we go. The topic is not masturbation today. <laughs> not today, anyways. The topic is open relationships. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to cover this topic or not because it was, um, I don't know, there's so many arguments around it. Um, and my take on it is that, well, you know, some people, I don't even really know where to start. I don't even know where to start. I should have this as a panel interview. But in terms of open relationships, essentially it means that um, two people, for sure, maybe more, two people have come to an agreement that they are consensual in opening up their relationship to include other people for physical experiences, sexual rendezvous. And they have an agreement or an arrangement based on wanting to have their needs met and maybe not getting that not in being able to entirely have all your needs met from one individual in one relationship which arguably can't be done i think you're going to find people who are like no i'm a one person one person man or i'm a one person woman and that's where it ends um, and then you're going to have the other side of people who feel that um, one person is, it's not capable for one person to take on that, that job or all of the roles of um, meeting all your needs in a relationship, whether it be emotional, physical, um, psychological like intellectual there's a lot of components of a relationship and um there seems to be um a bigger draw to people wanting to explore a a wider range of that and i'm sure there's some people that are that may sort of include their religious beliefs perhaps in this and be like no that is just against what we believe in that's okay that's your choice but there's also people out there who feel like 
if I am with somebody who we can um, understand that there are needs that are needs that want to be met in a relationship, and I'm not just talking about you know the love that you give have for somebody or um, if they you know if they're intellectual or that you can like talk about many things and and have many like in-depth discussion or that they're um, even meeting your physical needs I think that there can be relationships who are there you're so connected um, emotionally or just from you know building your lives together maybe you've got kids maybe you've you know you've been through a lot of stuff together but if people's needs aren't met sort of across the board well I mean I would say first choice I I'm gonna say I don't know whether this is fully my opinion or not but first choice would be to have a conversation with that person be like what is it that you actually need what do you need from me and I know that we talked a couple of excuse me, episodes ago about um, the love languages, understanding what your love language is. But also there's so much um, really good content on learning what your attachment styles are too. And um, even finding out like what, just what your personality style is. And for some people, monogamy makes a lot of sense. And for some people, it doesn't. For some people monogamy made sense at one point in their lives and they go through some things and then they start to think like "Mm, you know what maybe that's maybe it's not the be-all end-all um I can't imagine that that an open relationship would be for any for everyone I mean I don't think it is it's not it isn't I mean but here's the thing I think the there's a I think there's a stigma around open relationships that um everybody's just having sex with everybody and I don't think that's the case I think that there are people who are in very loving committed um relationships who encourage each other to explore their sexuality um but maybe aren't into the same things and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I think for some people, they would argue, oh, no, you've chosen that one person. That is your person for life. That's the only person that you'll ever be intimate, intimate with ever again. And I think as people, like, kind of, you know, they grow up, they age, they get some experiences, they mature, they start to have a better understanding about themselves, and they start to reveal their true self that maybe even at times when you're, you know, a young kid and you're kind of thinking, hmm, like, am I only, am I a straight person that's only attracted to one gender or could I be more fluid in that? Or might that be something you, you know, experiment with, you know, when people are like, oh, it's just a phase. Well, is it though? Like, it might be something that you circle back to and I think the other stigma around people in open relationships is that you're just having sex with lots of other people every single day. And it's like, no, that's not always the case. I think in a lot of open relationships, people um, will find one additional partner. Um, and that might be all that it, that it takes. Maybe they're into um, different like fetishes or... 
all kinds of I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, this is all, this isn't new information for me. I've been, like, this is something that I've, I mean, I've been in the, back in the dating world for five years. So um, it's like you do, you come across things, you're propositioned for things, you're um, questioned about things, and you start to be like, okay, well, like, let's, let's have a conversation about this first. And why not? Like, there's no harm in having a conversation to understand where somebody's coming from, at least in my opinion. Um, it's, you just have a better idea of how people tick and how they work. And I think that everybody is entitled to sort of choose their, the lifestyle that they want to have. And if you take an approach to meeting somebody um, that has a, a very dissimilar lifestyle to your own, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you have any place to judge them on it. Like, I'm not judging. I've, I've talked to many people who have a, a variety of um, relationships and lifestyles and uh, it's fairly interesting I think I kind of look at it more of a like oh well I didn't even know that that's interesting tell me more doesn't mean where do I sign up I'm into this like that does that's not what the case is it's just like having conversation wondering how things work and I think if someone let's say, let's say a married couple for example I think of a married couple are really struggling with one component of their dynamic, which what separates the married people from the regular, the regular like people that are f- just friends, is the physical part of it, right? It's the intimacy, and it's also the emotional intimacy as well. Um, I think, and just like hear me out on this, I think for some couples an open relationship could potentially save their relationship, save their marriage. And my argument around that is that when you're both consenting to that, you have to be able to make sure that an arrangement works for you both. Everybody has a say. There's rules. There's um, expectations that um, it's a... There's no double standards that it's like, okay, if you can do this, so can I, right? So that just makes sense to me. Um, I think that as people move into less conventional and traditional relationships, more people are going to start exploring the idea of um, perhaps multiple partners um, or however that looks like for them, whatever that looks like it would work for them. Um, the only, the only way I feel like that, that's a scenario that absolutely could not work is if it's one-sided and if it's one-sided or you haven't had the conversation or say one partner is like, I'm in an open relationship and the other person doesn't know, no, now you're just cheating on them. (laughs) That's just cheating. There's no two ways around that. It cannot be a, it cannot be a decision that's made without the consent of both individuals and, uh, and I and it can there's that to me I think in my opinion if that were a situation uh, that would be the 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 hardest the most um, strict rule I guess is like no you have to be in complete a, a, accordance with the other person on what's what and um, yeah I mean there would be like safety factors that would be that would need to be addressed one hundred percent there's it, I mean. 
I feel like, I mean, I've read some stats on, you know, STDs and STIs and how in lots of different um, ranges in the sort of like divorced, so 40s, 50s range can be exceptionally high. So if you are choosing in your relationship to have sexual partners outside of it, then there's the rule. There's got to be a rule around that for sure about about safety. I mean, there should be safety, anyway. Because, really, when you think about it, a chance you're taking a risk, but that has to be part of the agreement that it's like very very strict rules. When we're with other people, we use X, Y, and Z for for protection, and when we're together, when we're intimate, we're we're good to go because that's where the that's where the committed relationship is in. Um, I'm going to pause there for a minute. Uh, I'm going to put out a little feeler for people's opinions on open relationships. And then we're going to circle back for, uh, for a, second, um, a second little segment of this particular topic. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. Okay, well, that seemed like a quick little pause to you guys, but in reality, a few days has passed, and I've collected some data from my Instagram story. It's very professional. Um, where I asked um, the followers in an Instagram story if open relationships can work. And their two options for answers were, sure, with boundaries, or hell to the now. <laughs> In other words, no. No, absolutely not. So hell no and sure with boundaries. Those were the two options for answers. And I'm here to report that the it was um, a 40-60 split in favor of hell to the no. So that's just pulling my own followers uh, on my personal account. And yeah, the general consensus back was 40% said, sure, with boundaries. And 60% said, hell no, couldn't work. I wonder though, I was thinking about this after the fact, if I wrote down, if the question was monogamous relationships, can they work? Or marriages, can they work? I would argue that the split percentage wouldn't be much different if you really think about it. But the stigma around monogamy and marriages is like beautiful and and um, traditional and happy, happy, joy, joy. But really, when you think about it, it's, um, I would, yeah, think about that one for a second. If I were to post a question like marriage. Could it actually work? People might be like, oh, shit. Let's think about that for a second, right? So <clears throat> just because I'm arguing a different side of things, um, number one, doesn't mean I subscribe to it just because I'm having a conversation about it. I'm just curious. The other thing is that I feel like for many of the people that did respond, that did select yes or no, um, the next slide was an option to tell me why, and I would keep it confidential, obviously, but they could just to give me more input. What were some of the comments? Like, what were people saying? Um, 
um, to sort of support their um, response, to support whether they thought, sure, with boundaries or no, not, not a chance that it could that it could work. And it was very interesting to me how few people commented. They were okay to, um, not, not just that the people that didn't comment, but the, that how few people, as I'm stumbling over my words, how few people actually wanted to, for the amount of people that viewed the story, let's put it this way, how the percentage of people that actually responded to the first slide of whether, uh, sure it could work or no, it couldn't. Um, I was, I found kind of astounding. And to me, I was like, I wonder if people, because I know a lot of them, I was like, I wonder if people are embarrassed to say like whether, regardless of what type of relationship they happen to be in, um, were embarrassed to say or embarrassed for me even to know if they were would be in accordance with that or not. And here's the thing. I don't think that by someone saying, sure, with boundaries, it could work, that I'm automatically assuming that they're getting themselves into an open relationship with their partner. I didn't assume that at all. That's, I mean, that's why I said no judgment whatsoever. But like, it was surprising to me. I just, I thought, I answer that kind of stuff on Instagram all the time because to me, I'm just like, it's whatever. It's just an opinion. It's just doesn't mean, well, I've done this. I've been there. I've done this. And I know for a fact that, it, no, I was just saying, yeah, probably with boundaries, it could work. And th- that's just my opinion on that. But I did find it really interesting how few people really actually wanted to even hit the, the yes or no buttons at all. And I wonder where that's from. I'm not saying it's out of fear. People don't want me to know. I'm curious to know why people would choose not to even answer that question because yeah, just because if you, if you were a person that said sure with boundaries, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to presume that you're, that you're, um, you're signing up for it. Right. Uh, so anyway, I did want to talk about some of the, um, comments that were made They were I thought they were really interesting and I've just got three that I'm going to touch on there and then we'll wrap up the show. So one person's comment, um, there was a range, there was a, there was a range of comments, but I'm just picked out a few, like I said, and one comment was that someone made was that they, um, are, feel they're too jealous. They're a jealous type and that, that is not, um, um, then that would just play a too big of a role in if that could happen, right? There'd be too many questions around well, what are they doing and who are they with? Or, Here's the thing to my knowledge and from what I've read some books and is that because the communication in these types of relationships, open relationships is what I'm referring to, um, is the, because the the communication seems to be so, um, clear and consistent and that the, um, the arrangement that the two have both agreed upon, it sort tends to, uh, the purpose of that is to alleviate any, any jealousy or wonder, or curiosity, because everything's out on the table. Nothing is left to uh, wonder about, because it's very, there's very clear boundaries within an open relationship. Oftentimes, I would argue, because there's a lot of me arguing in this, in this topic, that, that open relationships have um, potentially stronger communication. Because they've come to this understanding and a realization within their relationship that something's missing, whether it's for both or one individual, <clears throat> excuse me. And so they've been courageous enough to have the conversation and be like, 
what's happening here? And I'm not saying that that was, an, first of all, an easy conversation to have. And I'm not saying that that would be, that would be a, um, like, well, let's just have a little quick chat over brunch. No, this is something that people need to sit down with and really invest in because it's something that's changing the dynamic of your intimate relationship. And some people want open relationships that are very discreet. And some people want open relationships that are like open, open. Like we're like, yeah, people know we're married, but we're also, you know, allowed, you know, permit each other to have other um, partners or whatever the case may be. Right. And then this, the, the rules and the boundaries are set based on that. And I feel like that could bring people closer together. When you feel disconnected from your partner, what's the best thing, the number one thing that reconnects you? It's not being intimate. It's actually communicating. It's when you get to have a really true conversation and you are figuring out where each other are at. That's what, to me, was what reconnects people, to get you back on the same page and see where you're at. And in doing so is when you can sort of, that's when you can open up those lines if it feels like you're something you need to do. Now, there's going to be different outcomes, potentially, but if you're not even willing to have the conversation, like if you if something is lacking in your intimate relationship and you're like, I need more, but you're not even willing to have the conversation to get the ball rolling, just to even see, then you're, you're doing your own, yourself a disservice. I know I say this in a lot of my episodes, but it's like, you have one life. You got one shot at this. <laughs> it's like Eminem. You got one shot um, at this life and this one, this one life. And how do you want to live it? What do you want it to look like for you? And do you want it to be colorful and flavorful? Or do you want to just go through the motions of what is expected of you from society so that you don't? maybe disappoint anybody or that you don't, you know, um, embarrass yourself or forbid, embarrass your family. You know what? (laughs) This world is changing. And even within our homes, things are shifting and we have to be able to um, try at least to be a bit more open-minded. And if you have a partner who is wanting to explore an open possibility perhaps you could understand that okay you're obviously missing something how can I help you how because if you love that person if you're in a committed monogamous relationship with that person it actually is your job to be like how what can I do how can I help how can we get through this together how can what can we what can we do that to me is what you're supposed to be doing in monogamous relationships if they're you know on the verge of shifting to if it's a, if if it's a question of either moving to something more open or more fluid or more um explorative or divorcing um which would you choose right which would you which seems more like oh you know I hadn't thought about that so anyway that's that's just my opinion so that was one comment where the, the individual um mentioned that no, because of jealousy would be an absolute no for them. Um, another comment was someone made the comment that, um, oh, that life is gray, but it's not black and white. And I would argue, yeah, but um, I think that it's colorful. And you're right, it's not black and white, and it shouldn't be gray either. It should be like 
let's do new things. Let's try new things. And some people are like, but I'm not adventurous. I'm not adventurous sexually. It's like, this doesn't even have to be. You could be just deciding that you're going to try new things outside of your relationship where maybe it's like getting a new hobby, going out and taking a dance class or going and joining a team of some kind, maybe without your partner. Even doing those kinds of things that has absolutely zero to do with sex outside of your relationship and go and do that and then you guys come back together, that in and of itself might be enough to respark something because now you've got something else to talk about. They're coming back being like investing in something else and it's like exciting for them and you can be like, oh, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. I'm also, I'm doing this. So this, this notion that everybody that you like move through this monogamous relationship that you have to have the same interests and the same, <clears throat> that you're only compatible based on those things is like, that's a myth in my opinion. And I feel like I'm the type of person who's like, go and do your own thing <laughs> and, and have a life outside of just us because you need to do that for yourself because I mean sometimes I get to a kind of a morbid place in some of my episodes but it's like if one were to drop dead what's the other person gonna do just stop living because you need because you know no I disagree with that it's like no you gotta you know mourn the loss we're not getting into like losing a partner that's that's too much for today but you have to have something of your own um, like in that very event, that if you are do find yourself solo mio, it's not not such a bad thing. And like I said, if it's just you needing an extra spark in the relationship, it could be something as simple as why don't you go have a girls' weekend, or why don't you go have a <clears throat> I don't know, generalizing a fishing weekend or a golf weekend, and then come back together and just start from there, baby steps in like exploring things that excite you that doesn't have to be with your your one partner your that sole individual that you've chosen for life forevermore till death do you part um okay i'm going to talk about another comment this is the last comment that i'm going to pull up for for um from this from the poll that i did on instagram and um, another, this was a comment in favor of no, that it could not work. And that, um, they said that it's often because only one person really wants to be in an open relationship. Okay. So yes, I agree with that on one hand. If you're, if no, it can't work. It can't work if only one person is open to it in the relationship, because that's, that's not how this works. So in my opinion, if you end up, if you find yourself, you're in a relationship, maybe you're married, and then <clears throat> as your lives progress, and like I touched on in the earlier segment of this, we have experiences and we grow and we mature and we learn and, and we start to realize, is I want more. Is there more? What is out there? You know, if you're feeling a bit, bit like I just, it's not enough or however you get to that place, where you think, <clears throat> excuse me, perhaps approaching your partner on an open relationship might be a valid um, thing to do or a risky for sure. I think there's a lot of lot of people who are like, "Holy crap! Like this is it's so scary. What if they leave me?" Well, then maybe that's going to tell you something bigger about your relationship in the first place, because if the person you're in a committed relationship with is their first um, 
knee-jerk reaction is to be to leave you or to divorce you but just because you've simply opened up the lines of communication like as a possibility as a possibility then that might be maybe you need to think a little bit more on the person that you're with or maybe because that can't be healthy for the relationship if you if one one individual comes forward and says I feel like we're something is missing here I would like for us to could we have a conversation could we just explore the idea of it without actually exploring it until we're both fully comfortable with it and have the conversation and if the result is that they are not comfortable with it then decide where to go from there but you can't just assume that because you're having these ideas that they're automatically not I would argue, I think I've said that five times in this episode, that if you're having those ideas, maybe you've been married, you know, 15, 20 years. And if you're having those ideas and you're just like, uh, and you're just so scared to bring it up, maybe they're having those ideas too. Possibly. I'm sitting here with my arms up, my, you know, shrugging my shoulders like, maybe, you don't know. But I don't think there's any harm in just having the conversation. Conversation doesn't mean that. And also the, the having that conversation and the other partner saying, no, absolutely not. A, doesn't give you full permission to go and cheat and doesn't give them permission to assume that you're going to. Um, because that can just, that having that conversation alone, that might spark something in the relationship to be like, if this is where you're at, maybe we need to just switch stuff up, do something here at home and just see what happens. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, so that was the conversation about like if uh, it doesn't, it can't work because usually only one person wants it. Well, I think that if only one person wants to be in an open relationship, the conversation has to happen first. And if you're not willing to have that conversation or you don't feel comfortable having that conversation, maybe you need to rethink if that's your person in the first place. Just saying. This is just my opinion. I just need to reiterate that <laughs> because this is all my opinion and also just like answering the thoughts that people had um, off the Instagram poll. So, but I feel like much like being in a committed, open, eth- ethically open, I'm trying to say, relationship, um, committed monogamous relationships also, requ- also require like strict boundaries and a massive amount of communication. To me, those two things shouldn't, shouldn't be separate um regardless of what kind of relationship you're in i think monogamous relationships whether you're married or not need need boundaries and i feel like if you're in an open relationship also needs boundaries and rules for lack of a better word um i feel like relationships across the board needs need those kinds of things and it's not just exclusive to if you're you know, tossing around the idea of including additional partners. Um, yeah, so I think that's just what it is. Um, yeah, and just touching back on that one comment, I was going to say to that, uh, like if one of the individuals desires more, but their um, partner isn't allowing for it, I'm going to put air quotes, like are allowing it, um, that makes me think like which is the which is the more unhealthy relationship in that aspect 
Like if you're in a committed monogamous relationship with someone who does not allow you to do certain things or at least have the conversation about it or explore things, um, is there uh is what's the resistance there? What's that what's that about? I feel like if you've been with a person long enough, that's the person you should be able to have those really open and clear conversations with, even if they're scary. In fact, the scarier the better. The more uncomfortable they can be, sometimes it brings people closer together that much that much better. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think next time we think about people being in an open relationship and trying to stick some stigma around it, like, oh my gosh, that's just, it's so taboo, or it's so, oh, they must be like into the whips and chains. It's like, what? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's such a misnomer that people are like, well, I don't let, have the wrong idea of what open relationships can really look like. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, that part to me is just funny because I've talked to this with a few people and they automatically, like, fast forward to going to, like, um, I don't know, S&M conventions together. It's like, no, it's, I mean, yeah, for some people, for sure, but no, actually, it, it's, uh, if your relationship's vanilla, your open relationship might even be just vanilla plus, <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, extreme, ex- extreme extremes. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, anyway, let's, wrapping up open relationships, can they actually work? Well, I guess it's, they have every right to potentially work out as well as a monogamous relationship. Um, it's going to 100% be based on... The, the individuals involved and the mutual consent as well. That is what it's based on, on whether or not it's going to work. But that's also based on whether or not a marriage can work. So regardless of what the relationship looks like to you, without boundaries and open communication, can anything really work? Question mark. <laughs> Food for thought. Anyway, get out there, talk to your partners, have some fun, mix it up, but at most communicate and be true to yourselves. Until next time, keep moving forward with your heart and your eyes wide open.